Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 32, We Will Never Forget. Hello. Hello. I know it's a little bit of a bold episode title this week, but we're approaching 9-11 Saturday, which I hope that all of our listeners know what that is. I know we've got listeners from other countries, so if you don't, look it up. Um, It's a pretty sad uh, situation and time remembered here in the U.S. Um, So we thought we would do a little unique episode this week, not necessarily maybe talking about the sad stuff, um, but I ran across a really cool story that I thought we could talk about. Um, So we'll do that, catch up on our week. How are your stars coming? Did you get the stars for the blanket done? I did. They're done. I just got to sew them on. I'm so proud of you. They're made. (laughs) Uh, it was refreshing to get the last one done last uh, night. I feel that way. I've been working on some um, dishcloth sets and dish towels um, for a customer. And I should have the last one finished tonight. So I also feel like, I mean, it's been fun and they work out really quick. But at the same time, I'm like, yes, done. Moving on to the next thing. Yes. And tis the season for pocket shawls again, I guess, because. <laughs> Uh, I I thought that there would be maybe something different coming down the pipe this fall, winter, but nope, pocket shawls are definitely back on. I wish it wasn't so slow because I want to make myself one. Like, I want one, but be like, Brittany, get that pocket shawl done for next year. I mean, it (sighs) actually, I started a scarf for Pap when it was still winter of this year. Um, it is still unfinished because, as you know, it's been uh, blazing hell degrees here. Yeah. And I got this harebrained idea last night because, you know, that's what happens when I... This week is kind of a chaotic week for me because, aside from school being chaos, it's homecoming week. And so, for the cheerleaders, we have to do the parade and there's a district-wide pep rally and we have practice and then... Friday night was the homecoming game. They just canceled Courthouse's homecoming game because the school that they were going to play, Memphis, I guess, has too many COVID cases. So mm-hmm. now there is no high school homecoming game unless they can find someone else to play. And then we're supposed to have pictures and games on Saturday. Friday night also is a surprise birthday party for Pap. Yes. So um, we're really excited. It's going to be a fun time. But me and my harebrained ideas thought, oh, my God is if I don't have enough between like a 50 hour work schedule and all this other nonsense I just rattled off, let's try to finish Pap's scarf by Friday for his <laughs> birthday. Yeah. So I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm gonna try to rock that out. If I can get this dishcloth, then I'm gonna try to do it tonight. I just tried on my dress yesterday. And it does fit. it fit? <laughs> yes. Thank uh, goodness. Cause I wouldn't have had enough time to get another one if it didn't. <laughs> I don't know so why excited. I always wait till the last minute for things every single time here's the thing too i'm gonna to be wearing open-toed shoes because I, oh, I love it didn't take the time to go get a pair of like closed-toed heels but then i was looking online they're like 40 dollars, and i was like i don't know that i need to spend 40 dollars for one night for a pair of shoes because really when am i gonna wear heels again i know a couple years you know i'm probably gonna wear <laughs> my funeral shoes and that sounds really bad that i call them funeral shoes but is what they are. Eric has some funerals and weddings. <laughs> yes, he wears them too. I might go get, I really love the little black flats that Walmart has that are like $5. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they're my favorite and i need like ballet I, right like ballet yes class. since we have maybe not been in the office full time for like i don't know a year and a half ish I haven't really, you know, had a whole lot of dress shoes going on because I haven't needed to. But I'm going to need to anyway because I will be heading back to the office some uh, at the end of this month. And I'm going to have to look kind of presentable. Unless maybe this is it. Maybe I show up in my poodle skirt and say, accept me as I am or don't. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I feel <laughs> like that might work, be frowned upon. Wear your poodle skirt. I don't know. Why not? I thought we were going into this. When we go back to the office, I thought we had a pack. When we go back to the office, we are dressing how we want, as long as it is still considered dressy. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that you can't. I Poodle just, skirt and heels? You don't think that's professional? Me a minute to... <laughs> I didn't know that you were talking about going in, into work. No, live your best life. <laughs> do what you want to do. I feel like it might be frowned upon for the new hires that I'm training. But, you know, one day we had a new hire class, and it happened to be my birthday. Mm-hmm. And the other uh, person that does training with me shares a birthday. Yeah. We may or may not have had these giant it's my birthday sashes on as if we were <laughs> at a pageant. Along with like it's my birthday crowns. And it was the first day of this kid's career with our I was going to say, did you make him like bring you in a cake or something? That, that well, here's like, the thing. By the way, Funny story about that. <laughs> um, as it turns out, our boss and his boss might have forgotten to let new employee know to start that day oh. so <laughs> downstairs okay. at hr like where's this dude at tell me he's a no show on the first day like he came highly recommended and like family friends of our boss's boss god <laughs> and it was kind of a shock that he wasn't here it was it turns out nobody ever told him he was like to start that day <laughs> so all of those birthday shenanigans were for nothing oh no so you better believe though that next day we're like and you missed our birthday yesterday uh <laughs> about that um so i don't know it should be interesting i don't know what i'm gonna wear for training yet. i might just maybe i am gonna go 50s but the the party friday night this is why we keep talking about it is a 50s sock hop themed surprise birthday party for my 86 year old grandfather-in-law and you better believe that any excuse to wear a costume we are absolutely doing that so sarah has a really cute like vintage 50s style dress that she's wearing i went full on with turquoise blue poodle skirt that has a black poodle on it and i've got a blue scarf to tie in my hair and some cat eye glasses um I about melted down yesterday, though. We had pap over for dinner, and my whole outfit was laying out. Oh, no. So he's like, oh, excuse me. I'm just going to, and, like, threw myself up on top <laughs> of this thing to, like, hurry up and drag it into Gatlin's room. He probably didn't even notice it. He noticed me making a huge ordeal, though. Um, so look forward to next week's updates when we talk all about how we were doing the twist and having a fun old time mine is probably going to double as a halloween costume this year i was thinking about crocheting myself maybe like a red hooded cape and going as maybe little red riding hood for oh you totally could like some red tights even Mm -hmm. um under your dress mine's also going to double as a halloween costume nice so oh which speaking of our co-worker is letting me borrow a poodle skirt for remy and she was going to drop that off today. And I don't believe she did. So I need to follow up with her on that. But we are going to just be hamming it up in these outfits. Yes. And I we're going to have to take on. pictures. We'll take pictures and post them. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we will. I love it. Um, 
which okay and i'm gonna post a picture of this too i'm gonna lead back to for a moment um 9-11 so i sent sarah uh this picture the other day because it kind of stunned me i ran across it on facebook and i'm gonna share it on our social media so we'll see uh so our facebook Mm -hmm. instagram all that stuff but i went in tonight to talk about a gentleman whose name is charles allen zion um just want to honor a little bit about him he lost his life in 9-11 he was the senior vice president of cancer fence gerald in the north tower on the 103rd floor um according to his younger sister he lived life big and just loved really hard but he was also a knitter and if anybody has seen I, i don't if you've been living under a rock maybe you haven't but the footage from 9-11 was tremendously, like, traumatic. Everybody was covered in ash and soot and debris and blood. And there was just stuff everywhere in the streets. And out of all of that debris and chaos, they found uh, Mr. Zion's knitting needles and his work that was on the two needles and the yarn that was still attached So I don't know. It just struck me really crazy. Like, you know, we've heard, I think, and learned so much about all of the different first responders and people. And like, I'll never forget the image of that priest jumping like that's burned into my retina, I feel like from that day. But like, just what are the odds that Charles's knitting needles and his cream color yarn of all things made it out unscathed? I feel like you're a real knitter when you have cream-colored yarn because I almost don't know a single person that knits and crochets that doesn't have a good 50% of their yarn stash dominated by cream-colored yarn. Yes! You know, and we always joke about that with older people, too, or, you know, with grandma and different things, white yarn and cream yarn. Your grandma, white yarn and cream yarn. Yeah. Like it's, it is for sure. But this picture, it was just really cool. It's, it's a basic stockinette stitch. It's not anything, you know, fancy, but, like, I appreciate his work and his stitches and I don't know how long he had been doing it, but like I said, of all the things I've seen about 9-11 and not to take away from anybody else, I guess it just really normalized for me. Like, this is just a really normal dude. He was a senior vice president of his company who knitted to relax in his free time. Like, just crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, like so many other people, I'm sure you do remember every detail of where you were that day and what happened. And mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, what grade were you in? Ninth. I was an 11th. Nope, that's a lie. I was a senior. It was the start of our senior year. Um, and it was weird because I was living outside of Philadelphia at the time. So a little more close to home, I think, because like we had parents that, like kids I went to school with whose parents commuted to New York for work. So yeah. it was crazy. Um, I re- remember we were in this class. It was like a biology or something and you know where we're at here in Ohio is pretty rural we have a lot of creeks we grow up playing in them and you know whatever um in Pennsylvania not quite the case they have an entire like quarter surrounding something called stream study where they literally bus all these kids to this tiny ass little creek <laughs> study the stream and the organisms and how a creek works and to me that like rocked my world like seriously you guys didn't grow up playing in this stuff catching minnows right. and like crawdads <laughs> I mean right. we're literally taking a field trip to the creek you've got to be kidding me <laughs> um, 
But that day, 9-11, we were watching the first tower had just been hit. We had it on the TV. We literally watched the second tower get hit. And our teacher, I don't know if it was just like panic and she didn't know what else to do, but she's like, okay, well, that's enough of that. We've got to focus on stream study and like turn the TV off. And we were all just like, what? You know what I mean? And I mean, my mom, she didn't play. You you should know. It was about 14 seconds later that they were like, yeah, Miss Beakley, could you send Brittany to the office with her belongings? Her mom's here to pick her up. <laughs> just not even playing. She picked all of us up from school and my little brother was distraught because that ruined his perfect attendance. I, you know, priorities. Selfishly. Um, and again, I was in ninth grade, so it's very... Well, and just the world grasp, I'm me. sure, what was happening, right? Right. But I remember um, that night, we all went to church. Our church was having a special church service that night to, you know, pray for the victims and all that. And I was so mad because I wanted to watch Seventh Heaven. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my I did love some like, Seventh Heaven, though. And my mom's like, we're going to church. And I was like... The new episode of Seventh Heaven is on tonight. She's like, I don't care. And um, so I want to stay home and watch that. And she wouldn't let me watch it. And then, like, it wasn't on anyway because, you know, everything the coverage, was the coverage was on right? every TV channel. So, it, I mean, I wasn't missing anything. It wasn't on anyway. But, like, I was like, I have to go to church, but I want to watch Seventh Heaven. Like, it's a new uh, Seventh Heaven, you know? It's like, they How really dealt out some real life situations there, and I yeah. didn't thoroughly enjoy that show. I don't that care was who like you are. The show. show, it was. But yeah, I was. Now looking back on it, I'm like, gosh, I was such like a piece of shit teenager. See, I really was. But I don't know. I think um, like for us. So my sister, my oldest sister, was still here in Ohio, and I remember her calling mom crying because. She didn't know what she was going to do. Gas was like $6 a gallon and everybody was like lined up for my, like, I don't know why people just freak out. Um, She didn't know what she was going to do and see where we lived in Pennsylvania. There is a nuclear plant nearby called Limerick. Mm -hmm. And that was the concern because the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania um, in Shanksville there, they were concerned that it was turning back to Philly to hit the Liberty Bell or... Uh to hit Limerick, the nuclear plant. So my stepdad called mom, go get all the kids out of school, go take money out of the ATM. And if you hear the Limerick siren sound, drive south and don't stop. Like Mm -hmm. that was literally, so like we came home, like I thought for sure I was going to die that day. And like probably your mom probably shielded you a little better maybe from it. My mom was like every different TV had a different channel on to be getting all the different angles of everybody's coverage. And I remember that night, like not being able to fall asleep because I was so afraid that if I Uh-oh. were to like shut my eyes, like I don't know, I don't know if I was going to come out of that or not. So I stayed up watching TV yeah. all night on this little like ten inch TV that was in my bedroom. Yeah, um, we didn't watch it at all. School was the only place that I. Oh no, it. it was like we couldn't get enough of it in our house. I mean, like I said, the image of that priest jumping, I mean, literally like burned into my retina. Yeah. Um. And just so sad, you know, it's, I really like that our schools do a good job of talking about it and helping the youth of today kind of understand and grasp what was what, because I make my kids watch it. And I know that they're only eight and 11 and that sounds a little crazy because it's kind of crazy, but 
But I also feel like if I lessen that for them, then it's not, they're not going to grow up realizing what a big deal it really was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this week they've been showing a lot of different old footage and they've airing different recordings that had never been heard. And God, they're so heartbreaking. Like, Hey babe, it's me. I don't think I'm going to make it out of this, but I just want you to know I love you. Like, I just sit bawling. I don't know why I'm such a torture. I I don't know why I do it. I can't and don't watch or listen to any of that kind of stuff Uh, because there's nothing I can do to go back in time to change it or to fix it or anything like that. And to me, I'm like, I'm not going to (laughs) torture myself and suffer. I know, and I I shouldn't because it's ridiculous. I mean, I get carried away and I'm like... Like, Jeff will be at work, and I'm just here, like, blubbering by myself <laughs> over, I mean, it's ridiculous. But for me, I guess, like, I just want, I continue watching it because I I feel like, like, I'm letting them know, like, we still didn't forget you. I'm still going to listen to you call your wife every time and cry my eyes out. And I know that that's silly. They've been gone 20 years. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's whatever. But I, I guess everybody just deals with it differently. But, you know, it's interesting because this year, there's a whole lot going on in the world, too, I think, that really yeah brings up a lot of that emotion i'm really sorry i'm gonna have to hack like a seal for two seconds (laughs) here's the thing we all had this strep nonsense last weekend and listeners you haven't been with me six season long enough to know i'm 37 years old and i do not know why this is but you could punch me in the stomach and it would be bronchitis you could break (laughs) my arm guess what i got bronchitis um and so everybody including Sarah, is really used to the fact that, like, I could be feeling tremendously better like I do now. Uh, The past week was pretty rough today. I feel spectacular in comparison, but I am still hacking my lungs up. And it sounds ridiculous. Everywhere I go, people stare at me like I got the vid. Well, I was going to say, this this day and age, you can't even so much as sneeze without somebody having a panic attack we were at baseball tonight and honestly i had to announce several times very loudly like yep today was my last day of my antibiotic and my steroids so i'm good to go but everybody (laughs) just kept like every time i would cough like you would just see every like i could feel everybody's eyes on me can we can we talk real truths here though i feel like probably about 50 to 70 percent of the county doesn't know the difference between a bacterial infection and a virus (laughs) no they don't (laughs) um i couldn't agree more (laughs) and i just people are ridiculous Mm -hmm. um i felt the same way when i went to el dorado's though um oh okay so we had a conversation about that um a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago yes, my we mom talked about and all i went to el dorado's for my birthday did they remember you i don't know i didn't make any waves <laughs> i <just> ordered <laughs> my food and went on about my day but i started choking on a tortilla chip because i was starving and i was eating them faster than like i could chew and so one went down the wrong pipe and i started oh, no. i started coughing and i was like here we go here we go they're going to be like ma'am we need you to leave the restaurant please so we can disinfect like, your just air the heimlich that's all please <laughs> right i just scratched my esophagus with a tortilla chip but uh. well that's me too and so like like, okay, I go to Kroger in the morning and get Starbucks. And, like, this morning I needed to cough, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to <laughs> draw all those eyes on me at 7 in the morning. Right. But you know what happens? 
don't ever try to hold in a cough <laughs> because I'm like holding it in, I'm holding it in, and then I'm like, <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so then the whole store is like <sighs> staring. It's just terrible. <laughs> so I'm really sorry if my voice sounds kind of hoarse. I'll probably have the hoarse voice and cough at least for the next, I don't know, four or five weeks. Sorry, everyone. Um, add in, you know, yelling at the baseball game tonight. That probably wasn't my best idea, but we won our first game. Good job. Um, yep. Gatlin had two RBIs tonight, which I was really excited about because last season he was afraid to even swing the bat. Oh, good. Making some progress. (laughs) We're getting there slowly, but surely. Um, but yeah, I Well, and here soon it won't be so hot outside either because we've probably only got maybe like a couple more weeks of this stuff before it really starts to really cool down for the year. I know, and I'll be honest, I'm just ready for it. Like, I am enjoying the fact that it's getting darker earlier. Mm -hmm. I know most people don't enjoy that, but to me, like, I don't know. Winter is just a calm season, and I guess because our summer months are so chaotic with all the sports and vacations and just everything. Yeah. That, like, I kind of look forward to that slowdown a little bit. Uh, Yeah. I need seasons, and I know that we've talked about this before on here, but I get very bored with the same season. And I well, I don't I even think... know if I so much get bored. I just don't appreciate it as much. Like let's I... make up new seasons because here's oh, the thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean we can still keep the old. Okay. I, I'm not gonna sing you the make new friends and keep the old song. Yeah. Uh maybe I should. <laughs> but here's what I'm thinking. Because you know, okay, so for those that don't know, I am kind of a weather nerd also. If I haven't talked about it, I am a trained weather spotter which makes me sound really official um i did go to a class put on by the national weather service to learn about (laughs) being a trained weather spotter um because again i'm a nerd but the seasons are changing like from the time you know and i grew up here so like not here exactly but you know within 40 miles of here so basically here the seasons were different then like i distinctly remember winter you know, November, December, January, maybe February, you might have that President's Day weekend storm that was kind of random for your sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now it's like <clears throat> winter is kind of like January, February, March, April, sometimes May. <laughs> and like, I'm not yeah. really okay with that. But also last year it snowed on trick or treat. Like, yeah. I, but I don't know. This summer was weird. Like the whole month of June, I don't think we made it past like 70. Yeah. So I feel like we can still have our, you know, it's definitely, I feel like cooling down and I, not to get on my soapbox here, but I feel like there are a lot of people who would want you to believe (laughs) that everything is getting super hot, but not in Ohio. Yeah, I know, you know, out West, they have definitely had some literal hellfires out there and then the heat has been crazy but yeah not not here so much and actually farmer's almanac says that we are gonna have a hell of a winter too and i'm not i'm here i am talking about how i'm like ready for winter but at the same time i'm not ready for like feet of snow i agree i agree if we could get some snow on christmas so that it looks christmasy i would be happy with that ah i would be as well from like thanksgiving Um, through new year thanksgiving through new year i'm good with me too, but here's the thing, and I know you feel the same way. The second that it is 12.01 of the new year, yes, I'm like, F this stuff, put this tree up, get spring decorations out. Like, I'm so you know, ready. And then depressing Ohio, we still have like four more months of the nonsense. Yes. And when it comes to 
New Year's, you know that I am a huge, huge fan of New Year's and New Year's goals and New Year's resolutions. And you, you are too. Oh yeah. But I think it's going to be so fun to do a whole New Year's episode. I think so. Sorry. Continue. No, I was just going to say, I think that, um, I think that's the good thing for New Year's for me is it really gives me something to focus on until springtime because what else am I doing you know what I mean I'm not going anywhere or doing anything from right New Year's through Easter so I have nothing but time to work on my goals yes and I think we will do a really fun New Year's resolution episode let me I'm gonna try to not hang us up here if I do it's a total accident but I just want to also look at well and I would say okay well that Tuesday, the 28th, will be our last mm-hmm. recording before New Year's. So that will okay. be our New Year's episode. Okay. Well, we can talk about New Year's goals and things then. Yes. And listeners, are you New Year's people? Do you mm-hmm. in your country um, do New Year's resolutions like here? Well, it might be a different New Year's because, right, Chinese New Year is True. They celebrate a different ours, time. Right? I don't think we have any listeners from China yet, but maybe because we're talking about them now, we will. Because that's how Australia got brought on. What's up, Australia? Yeah. Um, we've had a, a lot of new listeners lately, so I do also want a quick shout out to that. Mm-hmm. I love it. You guys, keep sharing our podcast because all the other knitting and crochet weirdos just like us will appreciate it. And we have such a fun time here doing this. So we hope that we keep growing and gaining new listeners. And right getting new countries on board but yeah so china if you're listening we want to hear about you guys do you do new year's resolutions um here not everybody does them sarah and i go hardcore we do and i will say there's a lot of people who don't believe in new year's resolutions because they don't see them through we do every single year we to the point that we literally compile a spreadsheet we do we have a meeting at the end of the year, a new to assess, luncheon. Yep, how we did that year and what we're yep. bringing on for the next year. Yeah, we, we do we quarterly updates. Yes. So if you need some cheerleaders in your corner to tell you that you can do it, whatever it is that it is that you want to do, let us know. Send us a oh message. Oh my gosh, you don't even know. We will be shouting you out on this podcast. Like, hey, Becky, don't forget you said you were going to learn how to do that double crochet this year. <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting you. Yes. But that's exciting. I'm excited because with this being our first year into our podcast, we haven't had all of these different major holidays. So we want to hear about your holidays, too. If you're not here from the U.S. or if you celebrate different holidays, share with us. Because, again, we really like learning this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to make a conscious effort to try to look up different holidays for our listeners so that, you know, we want to include you guys and learn about your traditions and stuff, too. Like, I love traditions. I feel like today, too... Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I saw maybe something on Facebook or maybe it was yesterday. And I'm really sorry because I'm going to sound ignorant here for a minute. But I feel like it is a new year for a religion. Like maybe yesterday Um, or today. Okay. It. Yes. Hold on. I believe it maybe (laughs) is something. I'm going to sound really stupid here. And I maybe even brought it up. Um... I know today is someone's new year. I feel like I'm fairly certain it's Rosh Hashanah, which is okay. the Jewish New Year. 
Okay. I was going to say, I felt like it started with an R. Yes. I wasn't that's it. confident. Okay, there it is. Yep. So, um, again, <laughs> I feel like different I areas, you know, celebrate different things. Um, at my school in Pennsylvania, we got off a lot of the Jewish holidays for school. Oh, like okay. So I learned a little more about it, you know, being kind of sheltered here from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, but also really appreciative of any day off of school. Right. Um, so I got a little little educated on that. So there's a couple of different ones throughout the year that we would get off for school. Um, the only other cool thing I can say we ever got out of school for in Pennsylvania was a hurricane one time. Because Philly's kind of close there to the edge where we got all yeah. that rain. Yeah. And I just remember calling all of my Ohio friends and being like, what's up? School's canceled. Hurricane. <laughs> um <laughs> It only ever happened once because our school had a little bit of flooding, but just, it was really cool. <laughs> well, it's like you, I mean, being again, being a teenager, not knowing what like real life is about. And then it's like we look at hurricanes now and people's homes and stuff just ravaged. And we're like, okay, maybe it wasn't. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. I'm so excited about. My stepdad totally caught it hurricane hunting anytime we had one that was coming up the East Coast. Like he would get mad because, you know, like weather people are really good at blowing it out of proportion. And yeah. then they. It's 12 mile an hour winds and a little bit of a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went hurricane hunting and mom mom would get some mad. You guys, you can't be out driving in that. But when it flooded that time, um, some of the roads had like a ton of water coming down them. And literally you'd see like a truck pulling a boat raft, like white water rafting down the road. <laughs> oh my God. So we were just out like just being nosy. You know what I mean? Just seeing yeah. what everybody was doing. And she didn't like that. But yeah, it... Uh, you're right now hurricanes are kind of a different ball game which gosh that hurricane ida really took a toll um i was watching something the other day and it said that that storm knocked out more power lines and like poles and transmitters and things than like four other storms and katrina combined i believe it (coughs) sorry last seal cough of the night hopefully um but yeah, so I don't know. Those poor people. And it's so hot down there, too, on top mm-hmm. of, like, no water, no power, no nothing. Like, I don't know. It's really, really sad. It um, is. It's just, honestly, prayers with everybody. I mean, I feel like everybody has got something going on right now. I agree. If it's not one thing, it's another. And just a rough time for everybody. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. I think... You know, it's there is just a lot going on. Like I said, a lot in the world, a lot, you know, 9-11 brings up a lot of memories for people, even people, people not from our countries, because the whole world stopped. I mean, right. um, you know, Alan Jackson, where were you when the world stopped turning? Like, that's literally, I feel like the best line because it's the most accurate. I mean, everybody stopped. Yeah. So, you know, this week, I don't know. I know there's a lot going on for everybody. Think about how, I, I don't know, what can you do to lift up your neighbor? What can you do to... Help somebody who's down in spirit. You know, let's think of all of those lives lost and try to find a way to just honor their spirit. You know, I'm going to think personally, I'm going to look at Charles Allen Zion and I'm probably going to knit something with some cream yarn this weekend. I've never knitted anything in cream. I got a slew of it and I feel like I'm going to do that. And I don't know, you know, whatever you've got going on this week in the world, we're with you and we're thinking of you. You can share with us what you're thinking or what you're feeling you can find us on facebook at mm-hmm. needles or instagram at needles or you can email us it's spelled all the way out needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com 
Um, but yeah, we're thinking of everyone. I mean, I there's just a whole lot going on. We want to we want to hear about you. What are you thinking? What do you got going on? Or what are you working on? Um, yep. We never really know what we're doing on the next week's episode until we decide that week. So give <laughs> us some inspiration for next week's episode. Yeah. Tell us what you're doing, what you're working on. We well, want to hear about it. Being and last week we were talking about patterns in other languages. Like how do they Yes. Compete? And we do need to touch on that. I started so doing some research. Do that tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, but next week. Yes, I did start doing some research on that, but I need to okay. do more. So Yeah. We will we work will. on that for next yeah, week. We will. It's very interesting to be honest. What I've looked into so far, like it's I don't know. I think it'll make for a good episode. So we will follow up yeah. definitely on that also next week. Um, well, and, and I know when I was looking at some patterns on Etsy, there were some that says written in French and written in English. And I have to make sure that I pick the right one <laughs> when I'm ordering. Oh, it. no. So I don't know. So it's very interesting. You know, do you have to be bilingual to read two types of patterns or do you need to know just enough crochet terminology? Because to me, crochet terminology, and I'm sure knitting terminology is the same, is a language all of itself. So... It is. And see, I don't think it's either something that you cannot, I don't know, I live and die by Google Translate because my geographical territory for my real job has a lot of bilingual clients. Mm -hmm. And I will get entire websites and entire emails in other languages. And so for me, I live and die by Google Translate. But I was thinking about that. Like, could you copy and paste something into Google Translate? Would it translate it correctly? Because it is like a whole verbiage of its own. Right. Um, so I don't know. We might play around with that some this weekend, too, and see what we can figure out on that. But right. but again, we would love to hear from you. If you have feedback, share with us. Because then we can say, look, a listener reached out. and This is how it works in their country. It would be awesome. Yes. Um, so hit us up. Find us at needle 60 and we'll be sharing uh, Mr. Charles Allen Zion's photo that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're thinking all of you. I think hearts are heavy right now in the world. And we just want to lift everybody up in spirit. So we're thinking of you. And we hope that you get your yarn out if it's your happy place. And listen to our podcast if that also makes you happy. We hope it does. Um, and otherwise, join us next week. We're re- we really are going to talk about patterns in other languages, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. At Needle Six DL. We'll see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.